0: Welcome to the Developer Podcast with your host and fellow developer, John Paul Hayes. Welcome to episode two of the Developer Podcast. Today, I have Sergey Alexiv of asoft.co with me. Sergey is a talented business manager with a strong technical background. He has a degree in applied mathematics and computer science, and his main professional interest is the synergy of business and technology. He gives speeches, contributes to open source, and writes blog posts. He's also a fan of online learning. Welcome, Sergey.
1: Hey, John, thanks for this amazing opportunity. Uh, really excited to join this podcast and uh, in the nearest future to hear uh, other stories from other successful Shopify app developers. Uh, let me tell a bit about myself and my background. Uh, so, basically, uh, I'm uh, a Ruby a developer who likes Ruby, Ruby on Rails, and its ecosystem I like great communities. Uh, and uh, some time ago, I was, uh, um, I was taking part in some e-commerce development uh, and uh, noticed uh, Shopify uh, API and uh, Shopify um, platform in general. And it appeared that uh, Shopify has a great community, great uh, uh, processes, ecosystem, same as uh, Ruby. And uh, I was amazed and looked uh, further what uh, can be done with Shopify. And that's how I um, discovered uh, Shopify apps and uh, uh, an opportunity to build uh, apps
0: like small micro SaaS businesses. Great, and tell me a bit about yourself uh, being a developer. How did you get into development?
1: Yeah, so um, as I said, uh, uh, my um, background is uh, Ruby development. And uh, I'm uh, I completed my degree uh, in computer science and uh, applied mathematics, and uh, was working as a programmer professional. Uh, then I started uh, more freelancing, and uh, then I started growing uh, my own team and uh, company. Uh, and how many people work in your company? How many people? So. We have uh, different activities here. As for Shopify app development, there are currently uh, four people that uh, contribute to development in uh, different uh, uh, ways, like we build uh, public apps, private apps, uh, and uh, also our own apps.
0: Oh, great. And uh, do you have many private apps developed? Private apps. uh, We have uh, three private apps uh, right
1: now uh, already developed, I believe.
0: Yeah. Great. (laughs) Great. And uh, uh, do they do anything specific, or the what do these apps do for merchants or other partners? So
1: first, let me. It may be useful for those who just start with uh, Shopify development. Mm -hmm. So let me mention. Uh, what's the difference between uh, a private and uh, public apps? Sure. Uh, um, basically, public apps are apps that uh, are av- available on uh, Shopify App Store or either available to anybody uh, who want to install them, like uh, st- uh, still public but unlisted. And uh, they have to implement uh, house flow um, payments. If it's paid app, and uh, also some other companies, and private apps are really uh, the same apps. Uh, they may lack some components. They do not. Uh, they are not required to meet uh, Shopify app or, um,
0: criteria and uh, mm-hmm. other uh, requirements and they don't generally go through the Shopify app review process either. It's only the, mm-hmm. the public apps that go through that, correct? Yeah, uh, true. Yeah.
1: And As for apps uh, we build, um, <laughs> interestingly enough, uh, we uh, we noticed that uh, uh, many uh, clients uh, want uh, to uh, build kind of um, dropship, dropshipping apps or, or apps that somehow transfer orders or other uh, Shopify entities between uh, two stores. And uh, the first uh, app was uh, uh, about uh, like a multi, um, multi-lingual uh, site, uh, and uh, it required uh, uh, orders from one store to go to another one, to the main store. I and
0: see. that it decrement inventory and such?
1: Yeah, like uh, they wanted to uh, manage orders uh, in one uh, main single store, uh, but they had uh, different uh, stores, actually, ah, with I see. with
0: same, with same uh, products but localized. I understand. That's good. Any te- particular technical challenges that that presented? It's-
1: um, mm, let me recall. Uh, we challenges uh, actually n- due to Shopify ecosystem and uh, a lot of help in documentation available online uh, we didn't uh, encounter something uh, like some mm-hmm. obstacles uh, but uh, it was uh, it's, it's always good to set up for good um, good testing processes from the beginning, so you don't have to uh, go back and forth and check everything with client. It's better to have uh, a testing environment, like a live environment, a staging environment, uh, launched uh, on your end and uh, test uh,
0: thoroughly, and then just uh, complete. Yes, agreed. Uh, It saves a lot of uh, hassles in the future, especially with the client coming back to you with multiple issues. If you can solve those before it gets to the client, it's it's such a big win. And it leads to faster delivery of the apps as well, I believe. Um, Yeah.
1: And the second one was also, um, there was also some um, testing issues. Like uh, there are so many things to uh, handle when you... Uh, deal with uh, Shopify, uh, the core uh, functionality is simple, like Shopify has some entities, products, orders, customers, etc. They have uh, APIs, um, uh, but you can use it in so many ways, uh, it's amazing from one point, uh, uh, but also you need to uh, understand everything in advance,
0: What what's possible. Yes, indeed. Understand the requirements, and I agree. The the ways you can interact with the Shopify platform, it's not just limited to the simple API documentation, or other ways as well, which is fantastic. You know, and um, it certainly leads to the flexibility, and I think why um, a lot of people are turning to it because they realise how flexible it can be and robust at the same time. And um, I think yeah. it strikes the right balance between the two. You know. Um, okay, so. Uh, your public apps, then. Um, tell us a bit about your public apps. Uh, yeah. So
1: uh, I mentioned uh, earlier that uh, we build uh, public apps and uh, our own apps. <laughs> our own apps are also public. Uh, what I mean by public first is that we uh, actually mm, build apps for clients, and uh, there are like, there are three apps uh, for just one client that uh, we built from scratch and uh, two of them we actually rebuilt from scratch so they were they existed but we rebuilt from scratch in ruby and most modern uh, technology stack and improved uh, stability and everything else and uh, uh, we also uh, built uh, our own public apps Uh, at the moment we have uh, published just a single own uh, public app it's back in stock Uh, via Messenger, uh, and it uh, um, helps uh, Shopify merchants uh, to to earn more by not losing sales from uh, products that are um, not in stock, Uh, uh, and uh, clients and customers can open uh, a store, uh, find uh, a sold out product, and click uh, on a small widget from uh, Messenger, Facebook Messenger, sent to Messenger, uh, when uh, it becomes available. And uh, after some time, after a merchant updates the inventory, uh, a client uh, gets a notification in uh, Facebook Messenger that uh, a required uh, product uh, got available.
0: Great, and how have you found the the pickup rate of the installs for this particular app. Um, did you do anything to push them, like marketing-wise or anything like that? Yeah, actually, uh, an interesting
1: uh, so an interesting question for everybody is uh, how many installs you should expect, uh, etc. You can judge exactly. by, yeah, you can judge by numbers. You can look how it goes for others, and you can even experience completely different. Uh, uh, Behaviors uh, between uh, apps we developed. <laughs> so the first app we developed and which we own is uh, sitemap uh, gen- page generator app. It's quite uh, popular. Uh, we own it like 50/50 with another uh, partner. However, we handle all development things, and uh, the install rate was great. Like I believe already. Really, a lot of uh, merchants uh, installed uh, the app. Like uh, hundreds of uh, uh, merchants, probably a thousand now. Uh, That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, and we even uh, and it, it's a small. Um, it's an app for for a small fee, and we didn't do a lot with marketing, etc. Uh, with our other app, which uh, we released. Um, we released after we like got enough expertise and decided to uh, build our own app wasn't uh, successful as for installs and uh, that's why uh, we are building um, a marketing system uh, which is almost ready and which uh, will be used uh, for marketing our app. Uh, initially we thought uh, the following. Like ma- many guys uh, say we communicate a lot with different partners. We even have a private uh, messenger uh, group. We have uh, uh, a, part, a Shopify app developer who have uh, uh, almost 20 apps locally here and we uh, visited each other uh, and we, we saw that uh, most apps grow organically. Uh, however, I believe we can do better with marketing and uh, uh, drive uh, more installs.
0: Exactly, it's it always seems to be a challenge that after you build the app, you spend so much time, months even, and then when you release it, it, it there's, you know you really need to have a marketing plan in place if you want to make the best of it. You know, um, especially if you want to see the fruits of your labor uh, be fulfilled. You know so Thank yeah it's it, it's a really important thing and as app developers uh, marketing is not our expertise you know so yeah, it's something yeah. that we tend to forget <laughs> um, yeah,
1: true. You, as for a pure developer you tend to forget about this but as you, if you want to think about it as a about business you should um, cover all sides
0: exactly okay. it. and especially if you, speaking to a potential audience here of new app developers that may be doing this stuff in their part time and um, after hours that if you have a good app idea, if you can validate it as much as possible before you start up, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a new project in your in your editor, uh, because you could waste months of time developing mm-hmm. it for no one to purchase it or download it. So mm-hmm. get out there, talk to merchants, go to the Shopify meetups and um, see what the demand is here for an idea and uh, talk to as many people as you can treat it like a business which might be uncomfortable for some app developers to do, but it's certainly worth it to get out there. Uh, like you said, Sergey, that the the community is vibrant and it is alive out there, the Shopify community. So um, you'll get plenty of answers.
1: Yeah, true. And you mentioned a good point, uh, which is true for every uh, product, software product, is measuring demand first. And uh, sometimes it's even... Uh, not a difficult uh, step but uh, the most important one like to do an analysis uh, research uh, market and, uh, uh, see if there is a fit for your product exactly i, sh- I can share a bit of uh, yeah, my personal insights uh, yes please do yeah so uh, we um uh, we uh, always want to be driven by numbers and to be data-driven and That's why we researched a lot first. The first thing we after we did after we um, discovered uh, Shopify and uh, uh, Shopify App Store we made the uh, Shopify App Store analysis uh, I'm pretty sure already a lot of uh, partners uh, saw it um, and uh, what uh, what we understood uh, that the market is quite uh, small. There are just ten, um, five developers which uh, earn more than uh, fifty thousand per month uh, um, by our estimates. And that's a small market and uh, as uh, you, you probably I uh, looked uh, into the same video as uh, everybody else after Sh- Shopify released uh, keynotes uh, during uh, Unite this year and they said that uh, almost half of uh, Shopify developers are solo developers which don't do any marketing
0: yeah
1: and that that says a lot about
0: this market certainly does yes um i i think was it yourself that released that uh, the numbers uh, shortly after shopify unite uh with a breakdown of the most popular apps the the categories and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah i must get that link so i can put that in the show notes as well uh, for other people to see it Um, because it is a fascinating piece of research and it's very encouraging as a Shopify app developer to see that there, even though there's nearly 2,000 applications now in the store, that there's still room um, to build something um, new and innovative and that yeah. um, and merchants will need. True, um,
1: and as Shopify said, I personally looked uh, almost uh, all um, videos about uh, apps and uh, that uh, surprised me that Um, during Shopify unite 2017 they um, made around um, 12 videos about apps out of uh, 40 videos Um, so they um, they invest a lot into apps ecosystem and that's a good sign for other Shopify
0: developers yes indeed yes yeah and hopefully there'll be some good innovations in the future as well that they'll come out with um because like for instance the, the, the even a small little change like uh, having the marketing api to allow you to push events back into shopify to show merchants the value of installing your app uh, that was a small but important change you know because uh, sometimes merchants they install an app and that's it they don't get any feedback you know how the app is performing or anything like that so i'd love to see more uh, small little innovations like that from shopify for for the app developer and the merchant alike who are actually paying for it in the in the end yeah true okay so i
1: uh, I would recommend uh, other shopify developers to uh, watch uh, all shopify development related
0: videos from uh, this shopify unite this year should fly in it yeah it was highly recommended highly recommended i was there myself and i couldn't get to them all but the ones that i did i was very happy that i went to there's a lot of key takeaways from them mm-hmm. True. so tell me a bit about um some of the the say pricing strategies around the apps that you have out there you know you mentioned one of them that you've partnered with another company that it's quite low what was the reasoning behind keeping it low the price that is
1: yeah. Mm, yeah, a good question, also a popular one, uh, choosing the right price. Um, first, uh, let me tell that we, before even thinking about a particular price, we looked uh, in uh, average and median price, which, which is also analyzed and mentioned in our Shopify App Store analysis. Mm, an average price uh, is around, oh, let me open it right now, uh, an average uh, Was uh, around uh, $20 uh, per month, which is uh, really expensive, but the median is just five, as I remember.
0: Okay, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, around that. And uh, we, um, it's, uh, uh, and when we tried to price uh, uh, our products uh, for our own app, we analyzed all similar apps that are in App Store and uh, Based on uh, this data we choose and some calculations uh, in Google spreadsheets uh, and some our predictions from what we saw like up from other app growth we put uh, um, price. we decided on its pricing model based on uh, our predictions and uh, competitor prices. Yeah, I and see. as for other app, we just uh, understood that Zap should Zap price should be low, and we didn't do a lot of
0: research. <laughs> and I suppose it's whatever feels comfortable for you as well. Um, I suppose would your prediction on the number of downloads uh, have an impact on the pricing strategy? Do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, our partner. Mentioned uh, um, several times that pricing is very sensitive part uh, of apps, like uh, most of merchants. Um, as as we know, there are five hundred thousand merchants uh, on Shopify r- right now, uh, but most of them are quite uh, unprofessional. They don't spend a lot. They are um, newcomers. And uh, when they see an app uh, costs uh, $15 per month and uh, they just start, they don't understand how, um, how to grow their business and how the app help- helps, even $15 per month may be a high price.
0: Exactly. And it's, uh, from the perspective of a merchant, if you've opened up a store and you've no sales, it's very hard to justify an application that costs $15 per month because yeah. straight away you're losing money. So I, I, I think a certain threshold has to be met so apps can justify them themselves and maybe in some cases boost. Um, but yeah, for the, the beginner merchant, it certainly is a big ask. So yeah, that, that would pay into um, the strategy, the pricing strategy anyway. Um, so, you know, it could be a case that... Um, I don't know, maybe a, a Shopify innovation would be that uh, while a shop is, say, I don't know, less than a year old with a certain percentage of sales, that an app kind of can price itself accordingly as the shop grows, much, much like their, uh, Shopify's own plans do, um, taking percentages and stuff like that. Um, you never know, something like that might occur, their, their, their pricing and um, recurring app charges. I'd love to see it myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so in your opinion, what makes a successful application?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, product market fit, mm-hmm. right time, mm-hmm. with a good demand and uh, quality, of course, and always, uh, as we noticed, Shopify releases new features which are quite important, like you mentioned, marketing. Um, API. It's uh, always good to keep uh, your applications up to date. That's what I um, saw from really successful apps.
0: <laughs> and uh, good customer support as well. I believe is is ah, so sure. important. Yeah. yeah, I always see that in some of the reviews for apps that it's five star review is the customer support. Someone always mentions it. Um, so yeah, I I, bet I forgot. Um,
1: yeah. We looked into, uh, we actually have in our database to analyze, we have uh, more than uh, 100,000 reviews. Uh, And uh, what we noticed that uh, most of reviews are about support, not an app. (laughs) Great app, but customer support is still awesome, best, uh, this particular support person is the best. And uh, to be honest, the most important part uh, for getting reviews, as we saw from others and from our um, like from our competitors, from our shared app, uh, is uh, contacting merchants directly, and not waiting for a good review from them.
0: That's a good idea. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, Other app developers might realize that, you know, that that you might have to build in this automated emailing uh, of the merchant uh, periodically to check in with them, um, you know, because it becomes infeasible after a certain level of uh, or number of installs. So it's it's an often overlooked feature that you'd need to put into your applications is that uh, emailing, contacting out. Uh, soliciting feedback uh, not necessarily reviews because I think that goes against the terms of services but definitely uh, a bit of feedback in-app feedback is very very go- important um, and also like you said the engagement with the merchant I- I- is key if you want to get those reviews and um, and I think for the app store those apps with a lot of reviews tend to list higher up in the rankings I believe and uh, there's a Shopify for unite talk about that as well because they tweaked the uh, the review mechanism and uh, for uh, app listings. So it's important to bear that in mind. So yes, I, I agree with your points on successful apps. Um, and also the frequency of updates and communication with the merchant as well about what, what features might be coming or um, soliciting feedback again about what what's missing from your app and seeing if you can implement that for for a wider audience as well is, is crucial. But quality, yes, without a doubt, um, your app has to be good. And do you reckon, You'd build apps that are embedded by default now that Polaris is being released, or would you still, you know, go the non-embedded route?
1: All our um, apps are embedded. So even we uh, build uh, one app uh, at the moment, which is uh, an existing SaaS, and uh, we embed. Part of existing functionality into Shopify uh, by proxying their website. Um, it looks like uh, um, Shopify will really appreciate if you embed it. In. however, some um, uh, great successful apps are not embedded, but I believe they are quite old, and that's the reason.
0: Agreed. Agreed. I think, again, at Unite, it was mentioned that embedded apps uh, are viewed more favorably than non, uh, because they want to keep the consistency across the platform, um, which makes sense because you don't want to freak a merchant out by redirecting them out of Shopify into another website. Um, it certainly can cause confusion, and whereas if you can keep it embedded, the, the field is a lot better. And I think um, merchants are a lot happier using your app then as well.
1: True. Also a good uh, point, uh, the app should be responsive, and uh, they recommend to use Polaris.
0: Yes, uh, couldn't agree more, uh, especially now that, you know, being able to interact with your apps on mobile um, is, is is huge. Uh, looking at some of the stats, again, from Unite, that they're saying a lot of merchants are int- uh, interacting with their store via their mobile. So if you can get your application to work on mobile, even better, again, it's well worth it. And thankfully with Polaris, the effort to do so is not huge. Um, just adhere to the Mm -hmm. guidelines that are there and and your app is responsive. That's a very, very good point.
1: Mm -hmm. And uh, they recommend uh, Shopify app team which uh, does uh, Shopify preview and uh, submission. And they um, put uh, this requirement into suggested changes. So uh, I recommend for for every uh, new Mm -hmm. app developer uh, I recommend to use Polaris, <laughs> and for us, we were late with it. Even it was released a few, several months ago already. Uh, and when we looked uh, into, uh, we will change our current apps into Polaris and start using just Polaris. When we looked uh, a video about Polaris, a tutorial from Shopify, it looks like a super easy thing um, to integrate and follow. A lot of time saving.
0: Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. And would you use react uh, with it or would you just use your plain HTML?
1: Um, Actually, as as we didn't switch to Polaris, uh, uh, I'm not sure uh, whether we will use uh, react every time. Uh, However, we will definitely use react uh, as well, like not sure about any time it's it's easier it's um, cleaner with components however um, it's possible to use just html and
0: not to you know, complicate agreed yeah I, I i reckon if if you're retrofitting polaris into your app then maybe using the html components is the way to go whereas i know certainly if i'm going to build a new app i'll i'll, I'll definitely go down the react route um And use it that way Uh, and it depends on the complexity of the app as well if there's if there's more than say three or four screens it might be worth using uh, react as opposed to HTML but it's they give us both options which is good we all like options yeah just so for any new app developers looking to build on Shopify is there any piece of advice a single most important piece of advice that you could pass on to them before they start the journey
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have such an advice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Research first. Learn from existing online resources, like Shopify blogs, Mm -hmm. different tutorials, podcasts like this one, Mm -hmm. Shopify developers, Facebook group, (laughs) ask uh, and uh, read blog posts, Uh, and also look into Shopify App Store analysis if you want to understand numbers uh, and then just start uh, building.
0: That's good advice. Um, yes, uh, all of those things. Um, I, 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 The Shopify app uh, developer group on Facebook is certainly taken off. There's um, loads of really good feedback on that and I even contacted you through that and yeah, me for you and your... Um, Messenger group as well. All those communities are, are, are huge, and it really gives you a flavour of what or what people are building out there, and maybe some of the struggles that they see. And you know, there is certainly loads of help there. But yes, I think the key piece of advice is do your search before opening up an editor in a new project. Um, you don't want to waste that time and realize that you built something that nobody wants. Yeah,
1: every every, every time. First uh, research and then build.
0: Yeah, on the numbers. (laughs) Um, Just uh, regarding programming, uh, what's your favorite editor to use?
1: Oh, good question. Uh, Sublime text. And why is it a good question? Because it just got updated today to version (laughs) 3.0.
0: oh excellent i, I use nice. two myself um, i'm a python developer and um, so i'm using pycharm but um yes i've used sublime text for years as well uh, it's certainly a fantastic tool um, and where do you host your applications
1: uh mm, let me clarify first that we a team and uh like uh, with different uh favorite editors but um uh, mm, Uh, one stack like Ruby and uh, official uh, Shopify libraries. And when it comes to hosting, uh, we choose uh, based on requirements. We either use uh, Heroku because it's uh, quick and easy, also for clients, they feel more confident, they have more control, Uh, or we deploy with uh, Ansible
0: to VPS, um, or VDS ah, I see okay VPS being a virtual private server in a, a big hosting company I take it so yes um what we use is uh, AWS we have used to as well and um, I suppose it depends on the skill set within your company but uh, as long as the app is up and available that's the that's the main thing I suppose isn't it
1: yeah and for um, bigger projects for from- uh, big apps, uh, it makes sense to host on AWS for
0: our stack yes indeed yeah uh, okay uh, I think we're almost up as far as time is concerned so I just want to take this opportunity to thank you very much Sergey to come onto the uh, the podcast and and chat to me about your journey it's certainly fascinating and thanks for your input into the Facebook group as well it's it's always welcome and um yeah uh, you never know we might have you on again in the future to talk more.
1: Yeah, um, that was a pleasure. And uh, thank you very much, John. And thanks for
0: building this amazing community and online resources. No problem. So if people want to look you up online, where can they find you?
1: They can uh, open uh, our website, asoft.co. Uh, I believe you put it. Uh, you will
0: put the link uh, somewhere online. I will indeed, uh, in the show notes, yes.
1: Yeah, well, they can Google Shopify App Store analysis and uh, they will
0: find uh, the contact uh, in the bottom. Of Great. The page. Happy days. Okay, thank you very much, Sergey. Thank you for listening to the Developer Podcast. For more developer stories and insights, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Get your podcasts.